0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Dreamers Manual podcast. If we haven't met yet, my name is Julie Calcote. I'm an online business manager, course creator, and lover of all things watermelon. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, we are currently in Alaska having a massive spring snowstorm. I think we might call this like third winter, (laughs) but It's rough. One of my kids got up this morning and literally cried a massive amount of tears because it needs to be summer already, right? Or at least there needs to be not an extra foot of snow on the ground. So I hope where you're at, you're having the kind of weather that you would love (laughs) and you're having a good week. So today we are here to talk about how to set better boundaries with clients. Now, I'm sure you guys have probably heard that saying, good fences make good neighbors. I like to think the same is true for clients. Good boundaries make good clients. Now, don't get me wrong. I literally love my clients so much. I have woken up some days and thought, like, I can't believe I'm lucky enough to get to do this work with such incredible entrepreneurs that have these amazing ideas and they're making such an impact in the world. But I think those relationships flourish because we have good boundaries. And while it's not impossible to go back and reset boundaries, it can sometimes be not only more complicated, but lead to some like hurt feelings and tough conversations along the way. So if you have a process that sets up these boundaries and expectations up front, it's going to serve you and your clients and your relationship that much more. So first, if you're a service provider, whether that's an online business manager, a virtual assistant, a social media manager, do you have a welcome packet or some type of documentation when someone comes into your business that sets up some expectations, i.e. your work hours, how to reach you in case of an emergency, what you need from them, what your expectations are, when you respond to messages, and when you don't. I believe that most clients that you're going to work with are going to want to just know those things so they can meet your expectations. Having something like this just sets everything up really professionally, and it can prevent those misunderstandings. Because Let's say you don't work on Fridays and somebody sends you a message on Friday and has expectation of a return message on that day. If they have this information ahead of time, they'll know that they can expect a message from you the next time you're working, which could be that next Monday. I think the hardest part with this is, at least for me, is making sure that I'm sticking to my boundaries and expectations. So if I set work hours, for example, And I'm responding to somebody outside of my work hours, at least in the very beginning. And by beginning, I mean, at least the first like three months, I use technology to help me respond within my business hours. So if I'm responding to an email, I'll schedule, send that email to reply when I'm quote back in the office. I if I have a Voxer, even if I want to listen to it, I will wait until my Voxer hours are open again to do this. And it sounds silly, but if you set your expectations up and you take the time and energy to send somebody something that says, these are my hours, and then you immediately don't abide by that, you're going to set the expectation. Like, yeah, you sent that document, but you're really just going to be available whenever. And I think that's a dangerous precedent to send, especially if you want to try to walk that back at some point because someone takes advantage or they start sending you messages every Saturday morning and expect a response because you responded one time. It's harder to say, well, I sent you my work hours in my packet if you haven't been abiding by those yourself. So making sure that you also are abiding to, or at least seeming to abide by those office hours, I think is just as important as setting those expectations. Now, number two, having a plan for scope creep. I looked up the definition of scope creep on Wikipedia and it says in project management, this refers to changes, continuous or uncontrolled growth in a project scope at any point after the project begins. This can occur when the scope of a project is not properly defined, documented or controlled. <laughs> so if you've been in business any amount of time, I feel like you understand what scope creep is. So again, this is just setting up your roles and expectations from the beginning, ideally in your contract. That way, if something is outside of this agreement or deliverables or expectations, both parties will know right away. But I think it's also important to have a plan for when those scope creep things happen. So if you're a podcast manager, for example, and you have a client and you're editing and producing their podcast and you're creating their social graphics, you, you've you had outlined your task and then they say, can you also reach out to this potential guest and send them this and do that? Well, now we're talking about guest management. And so having a response and a plan, if you want to do guest management to say, yes, I'd be happy to do that. Would you like to amend our contract I could send a proposal for what it would look like to add that onto the contract. And then I'll follow up with you to see if you want to do that moving forward. Or if you're a tech VA and you have a 72 hour turnaround between tasks, or you need a week due date for this like certain type of project that you're working on. And somebody asks for a 24 hour turnaround, or they want something delivered on a weekend. If you're willing to do that, you can have something ready And say, yep, absolutely. I'd be happy to do that. I'll send you the invoice for this rush task. And as soon as that's paid, I'll get working on it. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be this like big eye roll thing. It's just setting up those boundaries and expectations and knowing how you're going to respond. Because if you wait till you're in the moment before you think about these things, chances are it's going to get messy. Now three, travel time and out of the office time. I think it's important as a business owner that you communicate in advance when you will be taking time out of the office and what your clients can expect. So will you be working partial hours on your vacation or will you be totally unreachable? Do you plan on getting your work done before you leave? Or does your client or you need to find someone to fill in for you at any point while you're away? Letting your clients know these things well in advance of any travel will ease worry for them and stress will are away because you're going to keep everybody on the same page. So for me and my OBM retainer clients, I have a letter that goes out monthly if I have any time off planned, especially anything over a couple of days, but it just reminds them what out of office dates I have coming up. So I have a task set up in ClickUp. It has the template letter in there. And then I, you know, that task populates on the first of the month. And I set the date that I will be out of the office and send that to my client and anybody on the team that will need to know that information. I've also worked with people who have had like a Google calendar that their clients can subscribe to and it will automatically populate their time and days off. So someone can look out well in advance and see what time somebody is going to be off. I think that's like a nice backup. I would still, for me with OBM clients, send that letter as a reminder for the month because not everybody is going to look at that calendar, but I think the calendar is a really nice benefit and you can do a lot of things with technology that can just step up your game when it comes to being together in the online space. If you are an OBM, you can set up a central team calendar if your client has multiple different team members with planned holidays, dates the client's going to be out, and then a reminder for team members to update their out-of-office dates every month so that we'll always know who's going to be in and who's going to be out of the office. Now I know you guys can relate to this. The relationships with our clients are so important and I can't stress enough that putting these ideas in place will benefit that partnership and ensure that everybody is happy. I'm not approaching this from a combative mindset like you stay away, don't step on my boundaries. It's really just communicating what you want and how you run your business with your clients and so they know those things. Working in the online business space can be such a gift and if I can offer you any experience or advice or tips in order to make that a smooth and lovely place as possible to work and grow in then that's definitely what I want to do so I would love to hear from you guys as always you can send me a dm julie calcote obm if you have any tips for people on how to set boundaries with clients and if you liked this quick little episode and you want to share it either on your social media or with a friend I would be so so honored I'm just so grateful to be in community and connected with you guys and I'm wishing you nothing but the best. See you on the next episode.